Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. I'm running just a little bit late. Uh, uh, Santos Panacci was in the green room, but he's not green. He's looking good, and we're going to meet him in just a second. It's 19 October 2021. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We are on most every morning, usually take Thursdays off, and we talk to people around the world about all kinds of things, health and wealth and well-being and uh, uh, the nature of things, trying to get to the truth of what is and what isn't. And as um, Mark Twain said a long, long time ago that we've talked about here is it's not what we don't know that's a problem, it's what we know for sure that just ain't so what we know for sure that just ain't so. If you'd like to be on this show this morning, you can do it two ways. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com or try the um, toll-free number, 888-663-6386. When it comes to talking about things that we know to be true and just ain't so, Santos Bonacci is a good person to talk to. He's down in Cancun, He has been studying what he calls uh, syncretism, syncretism, and it shows how all the ancient legendary stories, myths and Bibles, fairy tales, have all one simple common origin. And uh, we had him on the show, um, oh, I guess about a month and a half ago. You loved it. We talked a great deal about the idea that we're on an immovable, um, non-spinning around the sun earth, and he, he talks about that, and we'll have lots to talk about this morning. Mr. Bonacci, very pleasant good morning to you. How are you, sir? Um, pretty good, brother. As good as can be. Yeah, you've been going through a few things down there. Well, life on whatever yeah. this earth is, I mean, it, we, always, we always have it going on on different things. Nice to have Thanks so much for being on the show. Really appreciate your time. Really, really appreciate it. So we should always assume uh, when you do talk show things, Santos, that people don't have any idea of uh, some of the things that we're going to be talking about. It. Would you mind just laying out um, pretty simply your research, what it shows, what this, the shape of this earth is and what it is and how, what's the relationship to what we call space? Just start there and then we're going to get into the lost history today. I want to talk a lot about that because pretty fascinating but just about the cosmology that you believe and know it to be for in, your, in your heart. Um, well, I mean, um, the term flat earth is getting, getting around and um, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And people, uh, people misunderstand what it is because they've been given all sorts of ludicrous crazy models about a pizza disc flying around in 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 uh, in space etc mm-hmm. so um i suppose you would say I'm, I'm a stationary flat earther but uh it's very important that i stipulate that my model is the model that every single culture in history up until 500 years ago uh, was using, and that is a stationary plane 
and um, it's Im immovable. The Earth does not fly uh, at 650 million miles an hour. Um, no nothing, no material in the universe could protect it from burning up uh, flying at that speed. Mm -hmm. So what is it, if, if people sincerely believe they're living on a, a moving Earth and according to uh, Copernicus, there are four motions, there's a rotation of 1,045 mile an hour, there's an orbit of 66,600 mile an hour, then there's the sun is going around the Milky Way galaxy at 550,000 mile an hour, and then there's the ultimate motion of our Milky Way galaxy travelling around the centre of the central point of the universe. Yes, sir. Million miles an hour. That's Mark 870. So, um, if we're travelling, it, it makes more sense that we're stationary. The Earth does feel stationary. It, it feels dead still. And there's no reason why we shouldn't trust our senses. Uh, the stillness that you feel when you are meditating on this beautiful stationary earth, it's, it's not um, imaginary, it's real. The earth, the, the earth is in fact stationary. And scientific experiments have proven that. All scientific experiments that have been conducted for the last 200 years, I can cite tens of them. Um, Einstein, said himself that he confirmed that there, there are no optical experiments that have ever been conducted that can actually prove the movement of the earth. So he was honest enough to say that before he died. And even though he said, but the earth is moving after he said that, uh, of course, well, he has, to, he has to say that, doesn't he? Because that's what he believes. But if there are no optical experiments, then there are no other kind of experiments, or that pretty much encompasses all experiments. Um, the the fact that you you can't do a scientific experiment confirming that the Earth is moving moving is very very telling, and um, very. Uh, significant for people who believe the earth is moving moving because they don't have any experiments to back it up hmm. the only um the only speed that has ever been detected by any experiment is 15 degrees an hour of movement so the other three movements were not detected uh michelson morley did an experiment in early 1900s they made an interferometer, which is an instrument that can measure the speed of um, movement uh -huh. of the earth or anything. <laughs> and the only speed, as I said, that they detected was 15 degrees every hour. So Globies concluded that that's the earth. But in so doing, they, shot, they shoot themselves in the feet because... <laughs> If they're claiming that that proves that the Earth's rotating at 15 degrees an hour, 
Well, why did the interferometer not detect the 33 kilometres a second of orbit? And then the other one, and then the other movement, which are both 550,000 mile an hour and 650 million miles an hour, respectively, why were those other three movements not detected? The only thing that any experiment can detect is 15 degrees per hour of rotation. When you, when you so say, it's let, me, let me ask you that. When you say 15 degrees uh, per hour rotation, if, if, if you're saying we're on an immovable, uh, more of a plane surface, what's moving, Santos, at 15 degrees? The ether. Oh, the ether around around it. Yeah, you see, when when you look outside and everything's daylight and 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 mm. you can you can see objects, what the what the light is in the ether. Um, you can't see the ether. It's just like you can't see the radio signal coming to your radio, but it's it's in the ether. It's in the air. It's similar to the air, but it's only a, it's only a, a, a more um, hmm. attenuated or a tr more transcendent element. There are five elements, so we know them. We know four. We're, we're taught to believe that there's plasma, gas, liquid, and solid, which, in um, philosophical terms, is fire, air, water, and earth. Yes, but once upon a time, uh, it was known that there was such a thing called ether. Yes. So, so that's why we have five, five fingers. This is earth. This is water. This is air. This is fire, which is plasma. And the thumb is the ether. That's why you always give a thumbs up when everything is good, because uh, it's the quintessence. So Einstein removed the ether in his special theory of relativity in 1905. He, um, he excluded gravity. Then Michelson Morley did their interferometer test. I'm sorry, I'm very, very itchy. I get this. It's okay. Uh, Itch away. We don't care. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have to. Uh, Itch deal with it um it's all right uh yeah so it comes and goes but um it's something that i've had for 10 years and i believe it's frequencies uh-huh yeah so um yeah that's all right so it's it's, embar it's embarrassing for me usually when i get on a show it doesn't happen because um don't worry i about do it. get a break from don't worry about it. you're among but, friends here don't worry about it was it, sure, was, was Einstein the fellow? Uh, didn't he say? Didn't he create the idea of gravity, the theory of gravity? Einstein? No, that no? was new. So, what happened was, Michelson Morley did the interferometer test uh -huh. and proved that the ether is turning. Turning. So then, so then in 1915, ten years after his special relativity, he comes out with the general relativity, Einstein, and in there, 
He added gravity, which is, was not in the one 10 years previous. It excluded Newton's theory of gravity. So then he went from the special relativity to general relativity because of Michelson-Morley's test, and it was famous all around the world. They confirmed that the Earth is stationary, and so the Jesuits um, pushed him to come out with false theory hmm. called general theory um, relativity, and he added gravity and removed the ether. So I wouldn't say that it was all of Einstein that uh, did that, but I would say it was his Jesuit buddies who actually started the global PSYOP agenda in uh, 1542. It's so sad that most globies just don't know their history. Wow. The, the moving Earth hmm. has never, ever, ever existed prior to Copernicus. Some try to tell you that uh, Pythagoras and Aristotle uh, were saying that the Earth moved, but they did not. They only said that the planets move around the sun. Hmm. And that they did not include the Earth in that. Prior to Copernicus, the Earth never moved to anybody, to any culture. Nor The Mayans here, they still tell me that the Earth is stationary. So, you know, <laughs> if, if people want to laugh at me for being a stationary flat Earther, they can laugh all they like, but they're laughing at the Mayans as well. They're laughing at the Chinese, the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Aztecs, the Incas, and I can name many, many more. So they don't know their history. So they don't realise it was only up until Copernicus 460 years ago in, or 480 years ago in 1542 that he devoted his book to a Jesuit pope called Pope Paul III, Alessandro Farnese, founder of the Jesuits, hmm. and he started what's called the Copernican Revolution. Interesting. You go to Wikip Wikipedia and put Copernican Revolution yeah. and then go to Wikipedia and put Pope Paul III, and you'll see in the third paragraph where it says Copernicus dedicated his book to Pope Paul III, founder of the Jesuits. And ever since then, they've been pushing the global agenda, global community, global religion, global governance, global economy, yes, global sir. lockdown, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And it's just a psyop. Yeah. Which, which today the Pope is still, you know, Green New Deal guy and, uh, you know, global man-made global warming, the Pope today. And uh, is the Jesuits are kind of the mafia of the Catholic Church? They're kind of the enforcers? The <laughs> they, they are a mafia. Yeah, they're the, they're the enfor they are the enforcers. They are the um, military arm of the Vatican. Yeah. And uh, they call all the shots. No. The, um, the black pope actually um, works with the white pope and gets their orders from the grey pope, which is Pepe Orsini. And um, they work together to give the world a psyop called the Copernican Revolution. 
and people are convinced by it. And it's funny that they laugh at flat earthers and sure. think, yeah. um, they say, oh, you guys, you're so fanatically religious. It's, it's like a religion. No, no, it's not. Pseudoscience is the religion. Yeah. You know, you've, you've been deceived by pseudoscience and you religiously think that you're upside down and moving at 650 million miles an hour, which is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. A sod of dirt flying that fast, which is 870,000 mark, is just entirely ludicrous and impossible. It just can't happen. And, and when they show you pictures of the Earth from outer space... Uh, see this blue ball from thousands of miles away. What do you do? You see anything that's actually, you know, like a a wall of some kind of uh, um, alloy, you know, metal which is actually protecting it from eight hundred and seventy thousand times the speed of sound flying through space. You don't see anything. You just see a sod of dirt wrapped in beautiful soft water called oceans and that's also in, surrounded by a beautiful soft atmosphere of oxygen and nitrogen and butterflies are flying around in the uh, atmosphere and birds and uh, balloons filled with helium to defy gravity uh, but steamships or cargo ships going to Australia upside down, they get stuck. They get, they get sucked up, but the butterflies flying around the ship, because they don't know anything about gravity, they get to cheat gravity, and the steam coming from the ship, it doesn't know anything about gravity. So it just... It's amazing how steam can go up, but the oceans in Australia, they got no chance of escaping. <laughs> they have to obey gravity. But the steam and the vapours and the evaporation, they get a break. They just say, hey, listen, uh, we're going to cop out with this uh, Newton, Newtonian theory. We don't know anything about him. So we're just going to go up and defy gravity. So, so gravity doesn't exist. It's just a theory. Uh, gravity exists. It's the opposite of levity. Mm -hmm. What is grave means it is heavy heavy grave right so so basically um something that if you levitate right you are actually doing what is the opposite to gravitate mm -hmm. when you gravitate towards someone yes sir. so in that sense gravity exists mm. but not for explaining anything to do with the Earth. I, yeah. It cannot explain anything at all to do with the Earth. There are only two co-eternal principles, and they are gravitation and radiation. Radiation is right-turning redshift energy, and gravitation is left-turning blue-shift energy, and that's how all torus fields work. Oh. So the Earth, the Earth is a stationary plane, planet, planet, plane T, and at the North Pole is where blue shift comes in and then at the centre of the Earth, red shift goes below. And at, 
That's what they call the, uh, I think they call it the Van Allen belt or the radiation belt that's protecting the earth. Right. So they've got, they've got a They've got a few things right, but um, it's just the, the shape of the Earth. It's it's not a globe. It's, it's just not. It's, um, it's a plane. We're talking with Santos Bonacci. I've got some emails already if you'd like to get in and ask some questions. One Radio, it's Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. So this idea that you can go up into some place called space and experience anti-gravity, that's not true. Then These are all... They must be films, like, what's his name? The Star Trek guy went up there and they showed him floating around. That was all Hollywood stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all done. That's all done. Um, they've already been exposed. There's lots of videos exposing them. You know, when you see the photos of the two of them together, yeah. uh, Bezos with, with um, Captain Kirk or whatever his name is, <laughs> you, you, you'll see you will see that all the creases in their uniform are exactly the same. They've actually photoshopped their uniform and they didn't even bother to change the the creasings. You see the exact same crease here, at the bottom, at the side. It's the same, same outfit that they're, they're both wearing the same outfit. What's the chances if you and I put on our Giorgio Armani suits out and all night long, we have the same, same position and crease and, and, and everything. I mean, there's no chance. There's not a chance in the world that that photo you see of them together would have the same creases. And the, it, it's, you can tell it's clearly So there's already been people out there, Santos, that have been proving that the whole Captain Kirk thing or whatever his name is, uh, what a week ago that they made such a big deal out it was just fake the whole thing was fake because you can't yeah. there's no there's no anti-gravity spot we, it doesn't exist right no no what they do is it's all trickery it's all in green rooms they do it with um mm-hmm. they do it with uh cords and um um and, um, Green screen and Photoshop stuff and the CGI, whatever, all that stuff. And then, then that CGI. Uh, you know, it's um, it's easy. It's easy how they do it, and uh, they're exposed. The other way they do it is they get in these and they just um, take it, uh, take a real quick dive downward, and they defy gravity. So they start floating, and but it's only like for about thirty seconds long. Then. And they stitch all these scenes together, and and um, if you look hard enough, you can see on the internet, you know how um, how they do it. Um, yeah. So with, with all the trick- do do they actually shoot rockets up in the air, and how how far did they go? Do we know? They s- no rocket has ever gone past ninety eight miles an hour because uh, at Polaris, that's the highest point of the firmament. Or ninety eight miles. Ninety eight miles. They claim that uh, Captain Kirk wants sixty miles. Do you think that's true? Possible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could have gone. Yeah, you can go. You can go up there. You can go up to sixty miles an hour. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, sixty miles high, easy. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're saying, and others have said that that the Earth then has this uh, dome kind of a thing called a firmament, which all of the many of the ancient uh, texts talk about, including, of course, the Bible. That that this firmament. Do we know what it's made out of? And you say it's about a hundred, 
for conversation about 100 miles up? Do we know what it's made out of? Um, it's made of transcendental materials, probably elements similar to the Earth, but of a different frequency. You mm -hmm. know, there's pro probably um, carbon, uh, probably cobalt, uh, copper oxide. Um, there's, throughout history and through my researches, I've um, few clues. The Libyan... Um, Desert glass gives you an indication that that glass that they've found, they have no explanation for mm -hmm. it, and it's blue. Um, it's probably like some some sort of a soft uh, 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 glass slash metallic element, which we don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, are, uh, are the stars in the planet and everything... That we know, see out there, they're, they obviously then are under the firmament. No, they're at, they're in, in the firmament. The stars are holes in the firmament. They're just wormholes. They're holes. And, and they, and they hmm. yep, they're holes. That's what the word holy means. Huh. Because anything, anything that is is holy, it comes from a hole in counter space. See, that's how atoms work. There's in the center of every atom is a hyperbola, and the center of the hyperbola is actually what the atom is. It's um, and that's a hole. That's why it's uh, called holy. <laughs> and so the stars are just holes in the firmament. So we're just seeing light that's outside the firmament. Yes, light from another source which comes through the firmament. Whoa. Yes. So the light must be God stuff, right? The light of God, maybe, or spirit? Well, it's the central sun. I'm sorry? It's the central sun of the universe. The central sun. So there's another sun out there. That's the light that looks like stars? Yeah, it's the sun behind the sun. Whoa. And that's what the Mithraic, the Zoroastrians, and the Babylonians taught, that there is a sun behind the sun. So... Somehow, outside of our solar cell, we live in a torus field Earth. Uh -huh. So it's, it's a sphere, and the Earth is dissecting it in the center. Uh -huh. uh, and the dome is the top part, and then there's the bottom underneath as, as well. But it's just a massive torus field. And the hyperbola is in the center. It's called Mount Meru. It's a magnetic mountain. That's why all magnets point to the north. Um, and then the Earth, a bumandula, it's just a flat plane inside of that torus field. And possibly the Earth extends further beyond the, the limits of Antarctica, uh, which is the limits of our local torus field. Uh, that's what the mines taught. The mines taught that it's an infinite plane. It, it has no end. So um, when you go to the ancients and you read books, you get to understand and learn this. People who uh, follow the Copernican Revolution, they don't read books. You know, yeah. They don't read that and they don't see that every single culture of history taught this. How did the people so, long, long ago, without all this fancy computers and who knows what, Santos, how did they know? Was it, was it a spiritual kind of a thing? They just kind of knew how it worked? How do you think they knew? Well, they had more consciousness and they had more um, 
truth prevail. They did their experiment. They did their testing. Truth is not allowed to prevail. There's such a thing as, as censoring. Um, uh-huh. we, we think that censoring uh, is, is new. You off faith for 30 days because you tell something to the past. Well, there have been burn, burnings in the past. There's been uh, the libraries have been burnt. When they came to the Americas, they destroyed every library of the Mayans and Aztecs and because they destroyed all their books and burned them and burned them. Why? Why? Because they've got something to hide. They've, they, 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 want, they want people to swallow the globe up and they want people to be globalists. And we know who our enemies are. We call them the globalists. Globalists, right. To this day, we call them the globalists. So what was the initial motive back 450, 450 years ago the, the, uh, uh, to bring out this globe idea with the, um, 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 the Catholic Church thing and the Jesuits just to keep us uh, in the dark and not to believe that we're, we're spiritual beings kind of thing? Well, yeah, so... They are prohibiting us from to, to Antarctica and taking voyages there. Uh, say, oh no, they don't. That you know, you can fly to Antarctica. Well, it, it's only one designated designated spot. If you try to hop on a boat and 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 go toward Antarctica, you'll be stopped by the military. Of yes. I've seen videos where where military ships have have come close to fishermen and telling them. Get out of here, or we'll blast you out of the water. I can show you yes, any. We've seen the video. I can send that video yeah. to any one of your listeners who doesn't believe me. I, I, I can send you videos of, of this. And so, why? Because they're, they're doing such a good job um, protecting you know, um, the known lands that we have, you know, from oil spills and pollution, that they don't want us to go to Antarctica and take a walk there and disturb the snow and piss on the uh, ice and perhaps, you know, someone might shoot a penguin and eat it, you know, <laughs> if they're hungry. You know, they want that every loving government, you know, really, really uh, does care about nature and, and protecting it, don't they? You yes, know? Obviously, they've got something way, way, way bigger to hide because should we go beyond Antarctica, as did Sir Captain George Hubert Wilkins and Admiral Byrd, um, you will discover other lands with other peoples, um, highly populated, highly civilised and advanced. There's just no telling if you, like Admiral Byrd talked, I think we saw the video in 1950 before, that's when I think they started NASA, right? And he said, "There's a lot of there's something going on way out there. A lot of land, probably as much as the United States." But are you saying then that the the early people kind of knew this, and there, there could be Earth could be infinite. There just could be almost forever land, right? With all kinds of peoples and cultures, we don't know what's out there. Well, 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 it is. You know, that's the minds taught that. So really? if anyone's thinking. Yeah, if anyone's thinking that they'll take a laugh uh, at me, well, then you're actually laughing at the best pyramid builders that ever existed, the Mayans. So, hmm. uh, sure, go ahead and laugh at me and them yeah. in their face. 
and their ancestors and see if you'll get away with it. You won't get away with it because they're way more intelligent than any globy. Hmm. Any any globy. So there's just no telling what's what's out there. Is that is that when, after Admiral Byrd went on television, which I've seen the film and we've streamed it, is that did that precipitate NASA being formed? When he was that part of the deal? Yeah, NASA's all about hiding hiding the truth about the Earth. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, they admit it. Um, I've got a video with about 10 to 15 documents from NASA showing that they know it's a flat, stationary Earth. Really? Yeah. They know. I've, I've got a video. You've got... Uh, if you go to my channel, go and have a look at um, Traveling the Cosmos with Sasha Stone, David Sarita, um, Dr. Brooks Agnew and Dan Winter. Uh, rather, it's called uh, Geocentrism with Sasha Stone, Dr. Brooks Agnew, and you will see those documents. Okay. And, and uh, what's your channel's address? Mr. Astrotheology. Mist- Mr. Astro. Theology, Mr. Astro Theology. Uh, Santos, we're going to do a little break, sell, uh, promote a few products. Uh, we're cutting out just a little bit. Uh, you know, there's nobody else on your internet connection now downloading a movie or anything? Everybody's cool? You're, we're doing the best no we can? No idea. Okay. All right. Oh, that's okay. Well, we it's just not bad. Every now and then we're getting some some blips out of it, but, uh, but that's okay. Stay right there, sir, and we're going we're gonna to do this. I'm drinking more water because I really need it. You know, I, I said, oh, I need some more water. Well, I never had that thirst mechanism working as much. Right. Most guy, modern people have lost a lot of the thirst. The thirst mechanism thing. Didn't Batman Gellich talk about that where you get so dehydrated that your body just gives up? Is it the orb and all the stuff with the hydrogen bubbled water? It's really hydrating ourselves more? I mean, that's, that's the way it works? Well, sure. So hydrogen therapy, what it's doing is it's bringing down oxidative stress by combining the hydrogen, molecular hydrogen combines with free radicals, and what does it do to them? It turns them to water. So that's hydrating, meaning you're taking something that's kind of damaging and turning it to water, which is hydrating. Hmm. You're turning it into water, which hydrates you. Boy, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty pretty brilliant. Indeed. How many people are on our show talking about how important to be hydrated? I mean, it's like huge. This could be really a nice thing for you. I love my machine. It's the AquaCure machine. You can click an order. Use promo code one radio, 10% discount. Yeah, well, just forget that, Patrick, because we have a special deal of 20% right now for the next, uh, what, 11 days? 20% on the Browns Gas hydrogen aquacure machine this is the real deal this is a beautiful thing george has got uh, some very uh, exciting and uh, well thought out um, safety features on it you might find a browns gas we well, not not too many browns gas because browns gas is a is a step up from just molecular hydrogen but this is browns gas and you'll find some other molecular hydrogen machines out there maybe even half the price but uh, you don't know who's building them uh, most of them, almost all of them, the George knows, do not have any safety features. Hydrogen's a very powerful uh, uh, molecule. We'll talk to Santos about it. 
Santos says the sun is really hydrogen. I wonder if both suns are. We're going to ask him. But this is 20% off right now. The Molecular Hydrogen Browns Gas Machine. 20% off. Use promo code 1RADIO20. 1RADIO20 for the next 11 days. Now's a good time to get it. There's a lifetime warranty. A one-year, no questions asked, money-back guarantee. After one year, I mean, up to one year, if you don't want it, just send it back, and George will give you your money back. Uh, so it's a great time to get it. Uh, very seldom do we offer the 20% promo code 1RADIO20, the AquaCure Hydrogen Browns Cast Machine on sale right now. Previously, Dr. Richard Massey talks about colostrum. When you get certain vaccines, you get leaky gut from it. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, we're all born with leaky gut big holes in our gut but there's no poop in there because we haven't been eating in the womb right and so nature's vaccination program is to get mama's colostrum which has all the immune factors in it right Mm -hmm. so the gut is wide open it's got leaks in it so this colostrum can come through like an injection when it does the leaky gut closes so that's why the colostrum we take helps uh It it seals the leaky gut but people who are vaccinated tend to have chronic leaky gut because the gut is waiting for the real thing. So people's guts are open like, hey, where's, when is the real stuff coming in? Can the cow stuff do it? The cow stuff does it as well. Oh, it does. So you put those immune factors in with colostrum before eating meals. Mm-hmm. It goes in. It's nature's vaccination program. It closes the leaky gut. Then your autoimmune stuff goes down. Your food allergies go down. Wonderful stuff happens. Yeah, wonderful stuff. And we have this on sale too. Wow, we got a little sale day. The colostrum and the digestive bitters are on sale. Use promo code uh, TREAT20, TREAT20. Uh, for the Halloween thing, 20% off. That's a good one. And uh, you'll get the digestive bitters as well as the colostrum on sale on One Radio Network. Uh, use a tweet, tw- a treat, something like that. Treat 20 on, on our website. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And Mr. Santos Benacci is with us. He is... Uh, uh, interesting chap, as you can hear. We're going to talk about the lost history. He's down in uh, uh, Mexico way, and uh, uh, his website is the, uh, let's see, I got your website here. I got it right here. It is uh, universalschooltruth.com, right? Universalschooltruth.com? No, Universal Truth School. Oh, Truth School. No, I've got it right. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't read it properly. Universaltruthschool.com. Um, Let's 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 take a few of the emails. We have some basic things, uh, Santos, about the cosmology. Um, Mister Silver wants to know how far does your guest say the sun and the moon are from Earth? The sun and the moon. Well, it's like um, how you know. Those are just projections. They they they're not there. Um, if if you go and try and find a rainbow, uh, oh, that's okay. Uh, you can't yeah, share your screen on this on our software. So they're just projections. Explain what you mean by that, sir. 
Well, it, the sun is projected from the central sun at the North Pole, the magnetic mountain. And it's, it's a 24-hour clock, and it, it projects the sun around uh, as it goes over the Earth into the atmosphere. So it, the sun will appear to you mm -hmm. to be over there. Yeah. But to someone else, it will be also in the atmosphere, but it will be... Over there. <laughs> projected. It, it will be projected from their point of view. You can triangulate the sun and, and get a distance to it. You, you can't do that. It's, there's no way of doing that because it evades those physical laws because it's not physical. It's, um, wow, it's just it's a projection. A, so, in other words, if you could fly up there, I mean, on some magic spaceship, which you can't, but say you could and you got next to it, it's not like you would see this physical thing called the sun. It just, it's just not, not there. Well, <laughs> no, it, but it, it, it's like um, a ghost. A ghost is there, but it's not there. I see, yeah. Uh, wow. So you see it, but it, it physically it's, it's not there. It appears. The sun is an apparition. Amazing. And uh, it's a very convenient one. It's a field perturbator. It perturbates the ether and generates light locally as it turns over the earth. So it's like a condensed rainbow. Uh, it's white light, so it's condensed, compressed, and it appears as a circular object, a disc. The Egyptians called the flying disc. Fascinating. So, so just like the rainbow comes and goes, the sun comes and goes in a similar fashion. And the moon, similar, same thing? Yeah, except the moon is dielectric, the sun is magnetic. The sun is an anode, the moon is a um, cathode. An anode and a cathode. Whoa. Yeah. So the moon, obviously you can't land on it. So uh, <laughs> we know that. Okay. Uh, you you can go to the moon, but not with a flesh body. Uh, you can astral travel to the moon, um, but it, 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 yeah. it's not going to be a, a physical object. It, it will be a plane. It will be a trans-dimensional plane, and you can go to that trans-dimensional plane. Sure. It's probably, uh, you know, 5D or something like that, but, but you can go there, you know. You go there in your mind, in your sure, which is your body, you know? right? Your mind, body is one. Yeah, so it is. yeah, it is. yeah. It's just so so so. The moon is actually on a, in another reality, astral, mental, causal, or as you say, fifth, the soul plane. It just is not physical reality. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great when you understand this yes. because then it all makes sense. Very magical. You, know, you can tell that yeah. you can tell that the music, uh, the the moon and the sun are, are in our atmosphere. You, you you can clearly see that. If if you didn't that, well, that's fine. But um, one day when it becomes official, 
when all the liars go down, the same who are behind all the lockdowns and everything like that, once they go down, then there's, there's only going to be the one result from that and we'll know exactly where we live, where we live and that we're on a stationary plane, we have an atmosphere and all of the planets, the wandering stars are inside of that atmosphere and you cannot leave uh, as the astronauts now are um, admitting, you cannot leave Earth orbit. You can't do that. But So let me see. You said wandering stars. I, I thought I heard you say, Santos, that the stars are actually holes in the firmament with the light, but there are some wandering stars and planets within our, with, within our atmosphere under the firmament? Well, yeah, when, when we call Jupiter a planet, it's, it's not a planet. It's, it's a wandering star. But it's under the firmament, and it does move around us. So that's why yeah. astrology is 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 uh, valid. Well, of course, yeah, because those those seven wandering stars, including the moon and the, and the sun, mm-hmm. uh, they make seven concentric realms and principalities and spheres inside the atmosphere under the firmament. The firmament is the eighth sphere. That's, you know, you'll hear people talking about thermosphere, stratosphere. Well, what they're actually talking about is they're actually talking about the fields generated by the wandering stars, Jupiter, Mars, Saturn, Mercury, Venus, Moon, and Sun. Oh. And these bad, these bad boys are good boys. They're circulating around us. Right? Around us. Clockwise. Uh, over the earth. Over the earth. Yeah. And see, easy. It's, it's very, very easy to come to that conclusion. Uh, if we've been flying uh, throughout history at 650 million miles every hour, that displacement of the earth should cause between some of the stars are way well away than some that are closer, and yet you are relaxing 450,000 Wait a minute, you're, start to, you're starting to cut out a lot. Let me see if I can lower the bandwidth, and you're starting to break up. So repeat what you just said because you broke up pretty badly. So if, if, if we're being just 650 million dollars an hour, there should be parallax in some of those stars. Uh, never been for uh, 150,000 years of history. history. Well, we're, really, we're having a trouble, we're having a problem with this, uh, with your bandwidth there. Well, we'll just press on because maybe get divine spirit to help us out with a little more juice from you. Um, with Santos Bonacci. Let's take a few emails here. Here is, um, I watched the Convex, Convex Earth video that Patrick um, streamed. You know, the one with the scientists where they measured all that? Did you see that one, Santos, in Brazil? They were trying to prove the shape of the earth, that one. 
Um, and they did expanse what to determine that the Earth has no measurable curvature. How do you know all that that wasn't faked? Oh. I don't know. Seemed like a reasonable video to me. Um, I saw that. Um, yeah, there's some. Uh, they still, again, dealing with people who don't read books. And I suggest you read uh, you know, some of these um, ancient cosmologies, Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, the Bible. The Bible uh, repeatedly tells you that uh, God made the earth firm, fixed and immovable and it shall never be made to totter even till times indefinite. So Psalms uh, 19 verse 4 and verse 14 and many other Psalms in the Bible and um, uh, Genesis, in fact, on the second day of creation, it says that God created the firmament. So it, there's plenty, if you read the Bible, you just, right. that'll do it, you know. Also, I've read it so many times. Also I mean, to this emailer, I mean, you can look at that video and, you know, these guys weren't faking that thing. They were, it took them years to do this thing. They were traveling all over the world. And why would they go through such a thing? Some of those were globalists before they started the experiment. Did you see, you know, some yeah. of them, they were. <laughs> they were, and they changed their mind. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. They're intelligent. Yeah. Um, is, is Earth standing on its end like the edge of a dime? How else could we see the Earth's eclipse appear as a circle on the face of the moon. Yeah, that whole eclipse thing, people ask about that. How, do, how does that work if, when we see the eclipse of the sun? You see these very unintelligent globi who, um, who make a pizza, cause pizza in their graphics to fly in front of the moon and say, ha ha, this is, how does, how does a flight come to the moon well the fact is um uh, earth is never ever to the sun and the moon because uh all month long the moon is being eclipsed that's why you have quarter moon uh, uh gibbous moon uh balsamic moon what's eclipsing it uh it's not because there's the sun and there's the moon in the sky and if we're down here and you can see the moon over there, it, I mean, it's logical. It's, it's, not, it's not the Earth. And besides, isn't the Earth four times the, the moon? How can the, how can the Earth's shadow be exactly the same as the moon's when it's eclipsing the moon and it's four times bigger? It can't, couldn't happen. Not even logical. Huh? Well, it's still, it's they shoot themselves in the in the in the feet all the time with their erroneous pseudoscience conclusions. Uh, it's obvious that if there's a an eclipse of the moon, and the sun is above the horizon, and so is the moon. Well, then that's not the Earth going in between the sun and the moon, because they're both above the horizon. So, again. It's all about unthinking followers of pseudoscience. And what, what is the causing of the different 
shapes of the moon we see if it's just a projection? What's causing those half moons and all of that? I don't quite understand that. Well, this is a body in the heavens which uh, is causing that part of the moon not to illuminate because it's a luminary, a luminous body. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's obvious. I mean, the moon disappears for 60 hours every month at the new moon. How can it disappear? And then, and then when you see the new moon and you see the 7% crescent yes, sir. of the moon, why is it that you can see a crescent like this and all of this is blue? You should see a silhouette. You should see a rock. You should see a rock going past the sun at the new moon every month. But what you do see is nothing. You see nothing going in front of the sun for 60 hours. Well, it, that just shows you that it's the sun's light overpowers the moon's light and it disappears. The, there's no way that the, the sun could make a rock flying in space disappear for 60 hours every single month of history. No way. It seems, here's an email, seems like there's a lot of news around the CERN and its capabilities, but it all went silent in 2019 after the COVID thing. Is it possible, in your opinion, that the two are connected? Say again, you broke up. Okay. Uh, it seems that there are a lot of news and media around CERN and its capabilities, but all went silent when uh, COVID came out. Are the two connected? Is it possible they turned it off and on and, and broke and we all shifted timelines or dimensions? Don't quite understand the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, CERN is just, the technology that they allow conventional humans to know about they have they have advanced tartarian uh, technology which um they've been using as time machines for thousands of years and they just go back and and uh insert a different uh, script every time you know one that suits them and so you know uh Till we get control of that technology and uh, stop these parasites from um, screwing around with our timelines, you know, we will never, you know, have any peace on earth and we'll never know the exact truth of mm-hmm. all things. Kevin also writes, the Mayan calendar had the world ending in 2012. It seems to me that we all began waking up around 2013. Could that, that also be connected? Um, did the spell end in 2012? I think so. I think uh, a shift happened, a relative shift, which they then jumped in and co-opted. But um, that that timeline still exists. It's just that we have to get access to it. Uh, that'll happen soon. It, the evil ones have only got minutes left. They're they're right at the end. They're about to be exposed. They're it's, about to be yeah. totally and utterly destroyed. It feels like it, doesn't it, Santos? I mean, everything, I just feel like they're losing control and these guys are just going to just implode upon themselves because it's getting so absurd. I mean, 
Nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. Have this stuff any, any of this stuff anymore that they're saying the government. Um, nobody believes them. No, they're, they're doing it to themselves. They're, they're yeah. actually making it easy for wake up there i think they're doing it you know they they actually did support the flat earth the return of the truth of the flat earth and they they also pushed it themselves you know because they really really are desperate in a way strangely enough to wake people up you know they for instance they'll lie about certain protocols and um, you'll see Fauci for instance saying oh there's no reason why you should be wearing a mask and then the next minute he's saying right. uh, you should wear two um, and so why are they doing this you know why are they contradicting themselves well because they want people to start thinking and really? listening yeah they do hmm. so you don't they think they're all to. bad it's dudes you don't think they're all just bad dudes that that want to just kill us all and everything yeah, they do. They're bad dudes, and they do want to kill us all. But um, <laughs> but they they also want want people to wake up as well. You know, um, it's it's part of it's part of how everything works. They they have to disclose what they're going to do to ah, people. That's otherwise, that whole idea. Ah. Otherwise, it won't have any um, won't have any effect. That's why they put things in the movies and tell you everything what's going to happen in you know nine eleven and all that stuff. It's some kind of um, thing that has to do with their secret handshake uh, organizations and Freemasons and all those things. They have this idea that they need to tell us what's going to happen. They, yeah, that's kind of yeah. It's called what is that called? Um, it's called. Um, uh, not disclosure. It's called um, forget the word right now, <clears throat> but it has to do with um, getting people's tacit consent ah. by by telling them that you're going to do something and um, allowing a certain period of time to transpire after the disclosure and if people don't catch them and stop them then they will go ahead and actually fulfill huh. that spell some kind of a weird uh psychological op thing that they they get into right with their secret handshake places that's weird uh, here's an email that says my my father flew f-100s when he was in the air force and he he wish he, I wish he was still with us. I do recall he mentioned sometimes when I, he was flying to Hawaii at 30,000 feet and he told me that he never saw a curvature in the earth. Thanks for having him on your show. <laughs> there's just not. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. And then there's pilots who say they see curvature all the time. Well, what they're seeing is, remember, your eyes are spherical. So everything, your vision is the... Um, the limit of your vision will always be round. It will always... So when you're looking out at the ocean, you will see it curve back. It curves back around. Uh, so it's, it's flat because you can put a level on it. You can see it's flat, but you'll see a curve. It's like um, 
my computer's on a, on a round table right now, mm-hmm. right? Well, if I get down low enough, like like this, right? So that's my table. If I get down low enough, I will see that it's it's flat, but mm-hmm. I will see it curve around over here, and it it curves around, right? So that's what they think is actually um, ah. spherical curvature. But it's not. Interesting. It's two-dimensional curvature. So how you can prove that is quite easily. You, you fly up to 45,000 feet and you look out your left window and you see that the horizon comes up to your eye level and then you look out the right window and you'll see that the horizon comes up to your eye level in the middle of the window. So how can you look your 45,000 feet high how can you look to the left and see the earth way up there and to the right and see the earth way up there at your eye level if it's supposed to be curving downward right it's you shouldn't be able to see it at all you wouldn't see it at all would you you shouldn't be able to see anything in your window Mm -hmm. except if you look down you should be able to see a ball and you can't you can't see a ball You'll see some curvature, but it's optical curvature. It's not real curvature, it's optical. Here's an email from Olivia. She says, what is the path of the sun and the moon if the earth is flat? How come it's noon right now at my place in Europe, my Australian friends are in the afternoon, and it's morning in Texas? Yeah, well, again, because the sun is local. It's not 93 million miles away. It's probably only like 60 to 100 miles up in the atmosphere and um, its light shines down like a torch locally. So when it's on this half of the Earth, Mm. it's daytime. And then as it goes around over there, it's daytime over there and you're left in the dark over here. So um, this is easy to confirm as well. I've I've been in a plane... I was flying from Melbourne to um, from Perth to Melbourne, uh, west to east, and the sun was setting in the back of it, and it was daylight, and everything was pretty black. Yes, um, into two before flat earther, and uh, everybody in the aeroplane was just gasping with amazement, and they're just. Couldn't believe it. Everything in front of the plane was just black, black. And then you look behind and you see the sun just about to set and it's all daylight behind you. So I saw the delineator. I've I've seen where the sun's light stops and where darkness begins. I've flown through it. You know, the videos, of course, we've seen a lot of them where... Uh, instead of the earth moving towards the east and the sun coming up, it's actually just coming into our view, right? Because we can see it, you know, that that, uh, that whole idea. I was out this morning and the sun was just coming up and, and, and I, was, I like to do some yoga or tai chi or something early in the morning and, and I really looked at it carefully. And you can actually see how that's where it is. It's not, it's coming into view and it's not, you know what I mean? It's not coming up above the horizon. You could actually see it if you, with your naked eye if you look close enough. Once you get it, right? Once you understand it. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. If you use your intelligence yeah. and uh, pay attention, you'll work it out. And plus, Santos, I mean, I'm standing there, and there's nothing moving. Come on. There just isn't. I mean, you look at, you know, you're just not moving. How could you? How could the earth be spinning at 10,000 miles an hour and I not feel it? I mean, you could just do that and you wouldn't need any videos and just think about it, right? Wouldn't you? Yeah, well, the spin of the Earth is not ten thousand; it's it's a thousand. Oh, a thousand! Hour, sorry, thousand. That's what NASA says, Rotation. right? Yeah, yeah. Thousand miles an hour, and the orbit is sixty-six thousand six hundred mile an hour right. around the sun. Right. right. So, so, this is the thing: no <laughs> experiment in history has picked up that second speed of the orbit. That's thirty-three kilometers a second. So, Michelson, Morley, Michelson, Gale, Sanyak. George Airy, James Bradley, uh, Pierluigi Ghina, Guglielmo Marconi, none of these guys, none of them were able to, <laughs> to pick up any orbit of, of the Earth. All they picked up is 15 degrees an hour of movement. And isn't it interesting that the, the number is 666... I mean, these, these guys yeah. are clever, right? They just, you know, just kind of just, you know, want to just shove your face into it, right? Just kind of, okay, here, take that, 666, sure. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, a pretty smooth, it's a pretty smooth ride when you think about it, um, <laughs> traveling at 650 million miles an hour. It's oh, yeah. really pretty smooth. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's... I, I, I feel like the earth is dead still when I go for a walk on the beach every morning. You know, I feel like it's... Well, you, you know it is. Dead I mean, you don't know it is, yeah. Okay, here's a good one for you from, uh, I don't know, Kathleen. Where is the edge of the world? Where is the edge of the world? And what does the world map look like? I've just checked that there are regular flights from Tokyo to Toronto and from Melbourne to Los Angeles. Do you check with people who drive airplanes and boats around the world asking for their maps? I'm not sure they that second part, but where's the edge of the world, she wants to know. Antarctica. It's 60,000 kilometers, a ring which is 60,000 um, miles, actually. Six, miles. Around. 60,000 miles around. 67,000 miles. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the videos... Of the huge uh, ice walls, right? We've seen those. They're out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, so explain to people, so what Bird and other people have said, that you have the ice walls, and then you have, a, what, two or three hundred miles of ice, and then that there's, that's where the rest of the Earth is on the other side, and you explain, then that's where we can't go because of the UN treaties and all of the, the military down there. Is that correct? They don't want you going over there. Yep, that's right. In uh, 1958, Encyclopedia Americana um, tells us that they went to Antarctica and found that the dome or the firmament was only 13,000 feet high over there. Over where? Antarctica. 13,000? 13,000 feet high at Antarctica. The dome is... 13,000 oh, feet because high. I of, didn't say that. Yeah. Oh. Encyclopedia. Yeah. Oh, that's a cyclopedia. Okay. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and if anyone want anyone wants that uh, wants proof of that, I can send it to them. Yeah. Just uh, email me. Is there some kind of huge magnetic rock down at the bottom there at the center? A black rock. Well, well, it's interesting. If the Earth had a molten core of iron, mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all, any that's any anything that is hotter than I think a uh, thousand degrees Celsius or something like that loses its magnetism. So um, if if we have a molten core in this sod of dirt that's flying at 650 million miles an hour, you would feel a little bit of a wobble and a little bit of a, you know, bit of shaking from time to time. Um, <laughs> you know, no tidal waves, no tsunamis, no hurricanes all, all year long and no, just butterflies and steam going up, defying gravity. Yeah, I understand. Um, can you explain, we got a lot of questions about satellites, Hubble, and the space station. Can you explain, do these things even exist? Uh, no. What they do is they, they, they go up in, um, they probably go up in vessels. Balloons? About, uh, Balloons? Yeah, possibly balloons or possibly um, some other anti-gravity devices that they have and they probably just float up there and uh, mm-hmm. and take pictures. Um, but the, the funny thing is they never actually take cameras to show you the photos yeah. Yeah. of the Earth. The astronauts go up there and <laughs> they come back and they go, oh, we saw the curvature, we saw it, we saw it. Well, did you... You take a you could camera? have made history. Yeah, yeah. Camera. Right. Uh, you, you'd be really handy to humanity right now, who um, who are questioning the shape of the Earth. It'd be very handy if you bought a, you know, a, ca- a camera. But rather than toilet paper and toothbrush and uh, and hairbrush and little <laughs> toys, to, you know, play with toys up there. And, and oh yeah, we can we can see the Earth. There it is. It's a ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can see that. Well, the thing is, you know. No pictures. Just like as no, no in pictures. the movies, they make, they, um, you know, they, it's all fantasy. No, they're, they're, no they're just liars. They're no. all Freemasons and they're all liars. No. Sworn to uh, defend that lie. So folks like Elon Musk who are going to put up all these satellites for the Internet, many people conjecture that they're just helium balloons. But we're, so... He must be just a globalist actor, right, Elon Musk? I mean, yeah, of course. That's how he. That's how he gets to be in the position he is. Yeah. You have to be a liar. Yeah, they just give him so much money to to play his role. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a deceiver mm-hmm. to be there. They're all deceivers. So there's no satellites because there's no Earth to circle. So any satellites would be some kind of a. A levitation, like you say, balloons or some some kind of thing that NASA has to, they just hang up there. There are satellites. There's definitely satellites up there. Um, I, I think they use hydrogel. Um, hydrogel. Um, Hi- uh, helium. No, no. Um, hydro. Uh, um, oh. That's all right. There, there is there is a um, a substance that 
um, that actually defies gravity and flies. I think perhaps they're uh, sending um, crafts up there and attaching them somehow to the firmament. Oh. Um, yeah, they, they probably found a way to attach these satellites and whatever telescopes onto mm -hmm. that. But they, yeah, they do have them. Most of them, most of the satellites are satellites. They, they just go up by balloons. But I, I think they're um, more sophisticated than that. I think they do actually attach stuff to the firmament sure. as it goes around. Well, they have, a, they have a budget of, as you know, $30 billion a year. There's a lot to play with there. Mm. You know, $30 billion a year, NASA, in this, in this country. Yeah, but they can't buy a camera to put on their rockets <laughs> to show us. Yeah, and oh. what, what about Hubble? Why couldn't you just, if you wanted to prove the Earth is round, couldn't you just turn Hubble around? And just do a live feed of, of this round Earth from space? Well, of course, but they won't do that because they're liars. <laughs> it's just so interesting. Uh, just to think about, uh, Santos, uh, an organization that has been lying about the, the moon thing since 1969, how could you believe anything that they say? You know, how can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. I know. How can you believe anything? You can't. You can't believe anything at all that they say. They're just out-and-out -out liars. Yep. So yep. we just have to uh, live with that for now until they will, and then we will um, we will actually have the the real truth. Here's an email. What does Santos think about Eratosthenes? E a r a t o s t e n e s, famous ancient mathematician who measured the size of the Earth. Uh, well, rest assured that um, a lot of these people of history are um, made-up characters, you know. Um, they, the Jesuits control all the libraries, they control all the information, and rest assured that this one, you know, they, they would have put some ancient Greek genius and or roman or babylonian they would have inserted that into the script just to well for a start why is it only one guy in history that supposedly measured the circumference of the earth why why wasn't it why didn't plato agree with that guy why didn't aristotle why didn't the romans officially you know accept it until copernicus why wasn't it accepted then? Why wasn't the, the flat earth debunked in Aristothenes time? Because it's, it's all a lie. So I'm hearing you saying they're just like they're doing today with the Musk and the Bezos and the, and the Zuckerbergs of the world and pay them to be, do, do whatever. They did the same thing a thousand years ago or two thousand, who knows? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they insert these people in history. We don't even know whether they're real or not. No one knows. Yeah. Here's an email for you. There's a term called Sol Niger, N-I-G-E-R, or the black sun in alchemy, yeah. since according to the official science that the earth revolves around the sun in an ellipse path, the sun is, a one, is one focal point, and the black sun should be the empty focal point. What is your thoughts on this idea? 
Uh, yeah, the Black Sun, that would be oh, at Mount Meru. Yeah, mm. so I'm sure uh, that uh, it has a lot to do with, you know, eclipses and the sun appearing, etc. for sure. We've seen some videos that appear to be real, that they showing the moon and these different things flying across it. Have you have you seen those? Some kind of craft or something, and people are saying that's what that's an argument for uh, satellites circling the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's not. It's um, um, it's probably you know some of their their craft that they're playing with, you know, just to um, you know get people intrigued. Right. Uh, here's an email. So Earth leaves a round shadow on the moon during the eclipse, so the disk of the Earth is standing on its end, and all the planets are disks standing on their end? Well, they're, they're perfectly circular, which is um, quite unusual for them to be perfectly circular. But when you look at... Uh, Venus and Jupiter with a telescope, you can see that they're just some kind of luminous, light, yeah, shaky hmm. uh, bodies. You know, they're they're angelic, uh, luminous bodies, and um, that's why astrology works. It's because they they have their frequency and they are uh, dispersing that frequency through the atmosphere and um, causing all the changes. You know, all the conditions, mood swings, you know, we all know that the moon um, yeah, sure. creates, creates mood, moon swings. So why shouldn't, um, you know, why shouldn't Jupiter, you know? The sun does. And your work gives more credibility to astrology because they are really, it feels like they're living beings, souls like we are. Yeah. My mom used to say we had seven kids, uh, Santos, and seven children, an Italian family, right? Catholic. And she said when they went mm-hmm. to the hospital that the nurses would always say, well, there's a full moon coming. We're going to be busy in the, in, the, in the birthing, you know. <laughs> the nurses knew yeah. it. They nurses knew it. You know, the kids, would, they would come out at the full moon, right? It's, it's great. Yeah, and then they deny astrology at the same time, but they're actually the best astrologers because they always point out that it's the moon. Right. So, thank you. <laughs> We're with Santos Benacci, uh, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We have uh, about 3,500 uh, uh, podcast audio from the last uh, 12 years and all kinds of things. Come by our website, look at them. All of our videos are on BitChute, uh, Patrick Timpone BitChute. Here's an email. Love the show. I've been getting into the whole space hoax thing. I'm curious what your guest thinks really happened regarding the Challenger explosion. Sounds like they just murdered those people. Or were they actors? Actors. Actors. So you don't think people blew up? Uh, well, they did. They did kill some uh, astronauts who were going to expose them. On I think it was the Apollo thirteen or really? one of those where they all. Died. So they did murder. They murder them. They kill them. But in this case, it was all set up as uh, just actors. Yeah. 
Here's one for you, Santos. Why do countries we think of as south of the equator have a seasons opposite to countries north of the equator? Well, because as as the sun um, approaches the Tropic of Cancer, uh, the the people in the so-called northern hemisphere, this is the southern hemisphere, this is the northern hemisphere, the equator is here. Uh Uh-huh. So when the sun's in, in June, July, the sun is over here, Australia's over there, and it's winter. But when it gets to the Tropic of Capricorn, it goes out to here, and then these guys get cold, and these guys warm up. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. the sun as it goes cancer to Capricorn, cancer to Capricorn. It goes closer to the centre, closer to Antarctica. Close to the center, close to Antarctica. And it just keeps doing that year in, year out. It's simple. That makes sense, right? Michelle writes, she's in Kentucky. How would you explain the tides? The tides are, um, because the ether is turning over the earth, it's electromagnetic and water is paramagnetic. So Mm. um, everything is moved by the earth. And so the oceans correspondingly um you know water is part of magnetism you know all the elements are, are magnetic uh, mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah they all it it's like a breath the sun goes up the tropic of cancer and goes down to the tropic of capricorn and it keeps going up and down as it says in trima bhagavatam the sun goes up a ramp to cancer it goes down the ramp to capricorn and even in globe theory, they tell you, they tell you clearly, clearly, they tell you that um, the sun is five million miles closer to the, to the earth at Capricorn um, when it's in Capricorn than when it's in Cancer. So, so on January the 4th, you have what's called Perihelion Day, which is the day the sun is closest to the earth. And it's supposedly five million miles closer to the earth than when it's in cancer. Well, uh, gee, if large bodies cause gravity, you'd think that the Earth would be sucked into the sun if it's five million miles closer. I remember my science teacher in school saying, oh, it's, it's just, uh, even in church, in church they said, isn't it amazing how God placed the Earth at the right exact right distance from the sun so that it wouldn't get sucked into the sun and and so it wouldn't get fly away from the sun it's it's he just put it amazingly just stuck it right at that point where it doesn't get sucked in well hang on a minute the copernicans the globies are telling you that there is five million miles of of um difference between the distance of the sun as it goes from Capricorn to Cancer. Well, why don't we get sucked in when the sun's in, in, um, in Capricorn in uh, January? Why, why doesn't the Earth just get sucked into, or why doesn't it just fly off when we're in Cancer? Uh, it just makes no sense. And, you know, the orbit of the Earth supposedly is elliptical. Well, it is if the sun's distance is variable. Um, and the moon going around the Earth is also elliptical. There's 30,000 miles of differential, 
and supposedly it's causing the tides. And and it's what when it when it's close to the earth, why doesn't it get sucked into the earth? And when it's thirty thousand miles further away, why is it, why doesn't it drift? And when there's an eclipse, how come every single time the sun and the moon are exactly the same hmm. size year in, year out, and yet there's two. We're dealing with two elliptical orbits: the Earth around the sun and the moon around the Earth, and they, the, the eclipses are happening at any different part of that orbit, and yet they're always the same size. Come on, I mean, it just that's that's a no-brainer. Checkmate. Checkmate. Come on. <laughs> I love your logic. It's just great. It's just so fun having you talking to you. Would you please ask Santos about Hebrews, ancient is, is Israelites, from his perspective, what is their role in our history? Are they the chosen people? Is it possible that the Paleo-Hebrew is God's language of revelation? Revelations. Every language is God is God's language, but there's only there's only truly one language. It's the language of etymology, etymology, and I teach that in my uh, in my presentations. Etymology, that that's to be uh, how words, what the words really mean, huh? Yeah. Um. Here's another one. Uh, so is Hubble from Jeremy, does Hubble exist? Is there a Hubble telescope flying around the Earth? I guess so. It's probably, uh, you know, stuck in the firmament somehow. They've attached it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just no telling the technology that these people have at $30 billion a year, right? Uh, they probably got a lot of stuff that we just don't, don't know, right? A lot of, to, we know they manipulate weather and all kinds of things, right? Yeah. That's part of the deal. Did you see the recent yep. uh, video that the vice president the alleged vice president of the alleged United States made from NASA. Do you see that one? That was no. no, no, it wasn't from NASA. It was actually from the observatory where she lives, the Naval Observatory, and they had the fellow there, the head dude at the Naval, and he said that the uh, that the sun moved around the Earth. <laughs> he actually said, he said that. that. Yeah, he said that. He said that. It's great, man. Who was that? He was he was some head dude at the Naval Observatory where where the vice president lives and and they're talking a lot about how we really need to go far out there. That's where all the you know the information is. That's where the wisdom is. We got to keep going further to know what the truth of the world is. So it's just opposite yeah, right. of what the truth is, right? Just the opposite. Yeah. And Ron Paul, Rand Paul has even mentioned Flat Earth about three times. He was interviewing this fellow about the COVID hoax. And he was, he was, uh, he was kind of mocking this guy because this guy was calling all the people who didn't believe in vaccines Flat Earthers. So 
You know, yeah. the whole thing is getting out there. You know, it's just amazing. You know, it's just it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's getting out. Yeah. Well, Santos, thanks for being here. Uh, so you're going to do after your move. I want to have you back. You know, we didn't even get into what we were going to talk about the lost history. I'd like to get you back on in a few weeks when you get back settled. You're so fun to talk to. I could just talk to you for hours and ask all kinds of questions, and we get into the lost history. We didn't even do that. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, well, nonetheless, um, what I want to point out is people have, have been watching me um, scratch my face. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. And, and yeah, I know it's all right, but I just want to get this out. This okay. is very important for me. Okay. Um, I've been tortured with this itch for about 10, 12 years. Wow. Ever since at my YouTube channel, okay? So, but usually I cancel when I'm like this. Ah. And today I decided, I knew, I knew I was gonna be itching. I knew that and I knew it would look ridiculous me doing this every, every three minutes. But I've never ever put the video camera on me to show people the torture that I go through. Ah. So a lot of people ask, you know, sometimes, you know, why are you angry and why are you, you know, unpleasant and everything like that. You've just watched me mildly itching <laughs> all through this interview. God love you. So, so I'm going to use this video. Usually I have, I cancel, I have to cancel. Maybe you just cancel I've, I've, I've if, to, if you got the itch going, you just yeah. don't do it. Yeah, you just don't do it. Yeah, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to look like you know i'm fidgety and, and itching but i mean i could i could just sit there and just do this all, all day long in fact once i get off the camera i'll just i'll be sitting here i won't have enough hands to scratch all wow. the itches hmm. so um yeah whatever it is um i've been doing many many protocols to um to try and stop it i've done mms i've done hydrogen peroxide i've done Tesla coils. Uh, Interesting. God, I love you. Every, and it persists. Yeah. So um, I, there's there's the evidence. You've just seen me. Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. Interesting. And that's what I go through. Well, I'm, I appreciate that but, you said um, that and told us. Yeah. Wow. Never been I, able to get to the root uh, cause of it, obviously. Huh? Never. Just haven't. Well, it's 5G and, and um, heavy metal poisoning and uh, graphene oxide in the vaccines and in the air and in the food and it's a combination of things but i'm very sensitive so yeah. you, you've just you've seen it with your own eyes and all of the audience so um i'm happy because this will be the first time i mean you, you do see me itching a little bit in in other videos but it's, it was nothing, nothing like, like today yeah. well, so um there you go folks you, you know uh the real santos itching. <laughs> yeah i really I'm sorry that you're going through that. If there's anything I could ever do to help you figure that out, and I am, I have a lot of resources, but I'm sure you'll find it someday. Figure it out and not do that anymore. And uh, all right, brother, well, you have a nice day, and um, we'll we'll contact you again, and we'll get after you get resettled to your new spot, and uh, we'll get. And when you get to the new spot, get as much bandwidth as you can, right? Just as much as you can. Up and down, up and down, yeah, up and down. Santos Bonacci, thank you. Appreciate your work. Uh, thank you for being here with all your riches. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Take care, brother. Much love. Much love to you, too.
Thank you. May the blessings be. Santos Panache, God love him. He went through it. He could have canceled, but no, he didn't. I don't know. <clears throat> well, we will, um, let's see. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And uh, we're going to be here. We have lots to talk about. And then at um, uh, noon tomorrow, we have the fellow from the dollarcollapse.com. The dollarcollapse.com. His name is John. Last name is escaping me. But he's a really interesting fellow. And uh, he's going to be on here. Let's see if I can find his name real quick. Santos is fun, right? Man, poor guy going through all that scratching. Um, well, broadcast schedule. Oh, my website is not doing much of anything. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Uh, John Rubino, that's it. John Rubino. He is uh, a head guy, dollarcollapse.com. But I'll be on tomorrow uh, at 10 o'clock, which we always, you know, if we don't have a guest at 10, it's just me and uh, there's plenty to talk about. Lots of things in the news, things are moving. And I agree with Santos. And I, I really see that the, these people, whoever they are, Doug and Mel, the boys, the cabal, this whole gang of these rascals, they're, they're, it's falling apart. Folks, it's coming apart everywhere. There, there are all kinds of unions and uh, masses of people that are not, uh, not doing these vaccine mandates. They just don't want to do it. There's um, uh, Texas is not only have an executive order by Governor Abbott saying that the vaccines, ma vaccine mandates uh, are not, can't do them, nobody, nobody, no way, no way, no vaccine passports. But now the Senate and the House uh, of Representatives in the state of Texas, they're going to be passing a law saying the same thing. I think that's also going on in um, um, Florida. So, you know, there's, you know, people are not going to be able to do it. There's just a law, you know, move somewhere else if you want to do it. So uh, if, you, if you'd like to come to a good spot, move to Texas, plenty of room, it's a big state. All we gotta do is figure out how to find some more water. And we know that the water is underground. There's all kinds of water under there. And, um, or go to Florida, some other good states, Tennessee, um, Oklahoma, the Dakotas. And what we think, for what it's worth, is what's going to really be happening, and we see it more and more people talking about it, and we think that this whole um, uh, country is just going to split up. States like Texas and Florida and all the rest are will secede from the union, and we're just going to have our own country, and we'll have our own elections. It'll be fair and free. Uh, who knows? We might have our own digital currency. We'll trade with the other uh, states, but uh, you can't tell us what to do. They can't tell us what to do now because of the 10th Amendment, but this will be a clean break because um, in my opinion, for what it's worth, I don't think there's going to be a judicial or a um, political uh, solution 
to these people who are controlling Biden, the globalist. Uh, uh, they'll never let, in my opinion, they're never going to let President Trump uh, win in 2024 if he would run in the United States as we know it. That's not going to happen. They're not going to let him. Oh, they'll let him run, but he won't win. Uh, come on. You know, they, they, you know, they, they control the voting. Uh, so I don't even think he'll run at this point. He's really talking about um, having all of his followers. He has about 100 million uh, not to even participate in the elections because I think he's beginning to see that the whole thing is so swampy. The FDA, you know, these people aren't going to change. Uh, I don't think uh, we should even deal with them. I don't think they're going to be able to arrest anybody. We get all kinds of emails. Oh, they arrested this person, Hillary Clinton. They arrested him. They didn't arrest anybody. Uh, the courts are swampy. Um, we have maybe half the military, you know. Maybe half the military are friendlies, and the other half, let them stay with the, the old United States and let them put all these weird people up there like Joe Biden, and you guys just kill yourself and whatever you want to do, you know. Just keep printing uh, dollars and uh, nobody will want them. Uh, it'll, the whole thing will just implode. It'll be, be just like Rome, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred years ago. It'll just implode. And we'll just have our own, our own country, our own people who believe in freedom and believe in uh, total freedom and uh, we'll be nice to each other and we won't uh, fight with each other and we'll just have a good time. And I think that's what's going to happen. I feel it in my bones and there's no reason to try to change these people because they're not going to change. Uh, they're not going to wake up and all of a sudden say, oh yeah, well, you know, this whole vaccine, they're not going to do it. They're just not. You know, they're a lizard, globalist, uh, a lunatic, um, psychopath, I don't know. what. And they're, they're controlling it all and, you know, the whole Davos crowd and they're controlling everything and um, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And uh, so for us to try to change them or to fight them, I'm not fighting them, so, and if they don't do it, I'm just going to be in my own other reality anyway. For Patrick, I don't care what they do. And it's not part of my reality. Just live in my own reality in Dripping Springs if it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Okay, we'll talk tomorrow about this uh, tomorrow. Let me know if I can do something. Uh, we didn't do uh, uh, a lot of commercials during Santos because he's so much fun. But uh, if you'd like to uh, spend a little bit of your uh, dollars or for whatever they're worth on some products, we have some of the best ones ever on One Radio Network. The hydrogen machine, brown gas, is on sale. Promo code uh, One Radio Twenty, and the colostrum and the is on sale for Treat Twenty uh, promo code. So if you'd like to get those products, now's a good time to do it. So I love you all very much. Thank you. I will see you tomorrow. Uh, may the blessings be. Have a good day. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.